from the Tie Cats Audio Network. This is Tie Cats Today with Braden Neville. Hello and welcome to Tie Cats Today on the Tie Cats Audio Network. I'm Braden Neville and a beauty Monday, May the 8th here in Hamilton. I made the huge mistake of putting on a coat and a sweater this morning, so I regretted that almost immediately, but it's nice to see the warmer weather coming, and that can only mean one thing, football is just around the corner. We have an exciting show today, as I will be speaking to two of the Ticats' newest draft picks, fourth-round pick and defensive back Patrick Burke Jr., and eighth-round pick out of the University of Calgary, Josh Heyer. First, I want to get to some news around the Ticats, though. Ticats were working late Friday, announcing several signings. The team signed four players, starting off with global punter Bailey Flint, American defensive backs Dexter Lawson Jr., Carthel Flowers-Lloyd, and American defensive lineman Kendrick Sarter. Flint, he was selected by the Ticats in the first round of the 2022 Global Draft. He's a punter. He had some pretty good numbers at the University of Toledo, and he has a very reliable leg. So a good addition there. Lawson Jr. is coming from his lone season at Appalachian State University, where he had 26 tackles, one forced fumble, and eight passes defended. The other cornerback signed by the Ticats was Flowers Lloyd, the 24-year-old Played 10 games at Stony Brook University last year, where he had a total of 70 tackles, 12 tackles for a loss, two sacks, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, one interception, and four passes defended. Before uh, before that time, he was at uh, Eastern Michigan University, where he played 31 games over three seasons uh, there. And finally, Kendrick Sarter, the D lineman out of Marshall University, who had three, 33 games out over five seasons with them. I think it's time now, though, we throw to another new member of the Ticats, fourth round pick, Patrick Burke Jr. All right, I'm here with Patrick Burke Jr., the fourth round pick to the Ticats, the defensive back from Wilfred Laurier. Patrick, congratulations, man. How does it feel to be drafted to the CFL? It feels great, man. Uh, getting drafted, my name called on draft night was was so unreal. But it's what I've been training for, and now it's time to get to work. <laughs> so you hear you're going to the Thai Cats. Um, what was your uh, thoughts on that? Honestly, I was uh, I was in awe at first, and then I was like, I was really happy because I was I just see myself fitting in there very well and having a long successful career with them. So uh, I was instantly excited right away. And uh, I remember when I was at uh, East West, uh, Coach Orlando came and uh, spoke to us. And he, like, we weren't playing as yet, but I just felt like I could run through a wall for him. So I'm <laughs> like, okay. And then that memory hit me again. I was like, wow, he's going to be my head coach now for the Tigers. <laughs> yeah. And Coach O has that impression on a lot of people. So even, even when I just talk to him in the hallways, I get that impression. And I'm not playing. So <laughs> I can, <laughs> yeah. I can understand that. Now, um, obviously, what you're pretty close to Hamilton. Um, what what was it like knowing you're going to be playing a little closer to home? Uh, it felt great to be honest, knowing that like I can be so close, but yet like st- still be a pro athlete and get the job done. So I was excited for that, and in the off season, I will still be able to be with the team and still see my family. So it was pretty. It was it was pretty. It's pretty great to be as close. <laughs> Now, for those of who don't know your game, how would you best describe yourself as a player on the field? Uh, I'm a very, I'm a dedicated and very physical player. Uh, I do whatever it takes to get the job done, and I'm always looking to get better. So, 
Now, have you gotten the chance to talk to anyone in the, in the organization since being drafted? Any players or coaches? Uh, yeah, all the coaches have reached out to me and uh, congratulated me and had a little small conversations with me. And uh, some of the players reached out to me and I just can't wait to report to camp and meet all of them and <laughs> get to work. And we're excited to have you here. So speaking of camp, um, camp's coming up. It seems like you just go right from the draft and then all of a sudden you're in rookie camps and training camps. Um, what has your preparation <laughs> been like uh, for that? Um, I, I've been training for a while now and even after the combine, I took like maybe two, three days to myself and got right back to the grind. And, uh, even on draft day, I was still training and everyone's like, Oh, you're still trans. Like, yeah. Cause you know, job's not done. There's still more <laughs> to go. So it, I've been training for a while and my trainer's been getting me ready for everything I have in store coming. So he wants me to be in the best shape possible look as look as best as I can and just be successful when the time comes. Now, obviously it's a diehard fan base here uh, for the Thai cats. Tell me a little bit about your excitement, possibly playing in front of that crazy fan base. Oh, that fan base is, is, uh, is amazing. Uh, I went, I went to a game uh, last year, Hamilton versus a uh, Saskatchewan and uh, just seeing that crowd environment, like, I wasn't. I wasn't even part of. The, I was even part of the team. I was just still in university. And I was just look. I was in awe and like this fan base is wild. Like I like it. Like the way their chants, the Oski Wee Wee chants, and yeah. how the crowd like just is so fired up for the games. So I was like, oh my gosh! Like this. Like if you're a player, you must be amazed by like how great this fan base is. And <laughs> a year later, I'm part of. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, so what are your goals, would you say, heading into uh into training camp and into the, the next season? My goal is to uh be the best player I can and uh show everyone why I'm here and work hard on everything I do and to be part of the four six man roster and eventually becoming a starter and being a successful, well known player in the league. Well, Patrick, I want to thank you for joining me today. And I know uh, tons of people are thrilled and excited to have you here in the organization. And we look forward to seeing you on the field and in training camp. I appreciate it, sir. That was Patrick Burke Jr. Um, great interview with him and a very nice young man. Fourth round pick to the Ticats. We'll be getting to my next interview in just a moment. But I wanted to remind you that the Ticats in Forge FC shop now has new arrivals, so be sure if you're trying to look swaggy for this season to check them out open on Tuesday to Saturday from 10 to 6. I was uh, taking a look at some of the merch, and there's a lot of stuff I want to get my hands on. So um, I'm definitely going to be stopping by there very soon to check out all the new merch that they have coming in. Also, the Magic Bag matching game is now live on the Ticat socials and website until Friday. The game is simple. You turn the cards over and try to get as many matches uh, as possible in the shortest amount of time. And I tried it myself. My time was absolutely terrible. So be sure to go on there. There's a chance to win tons of prizes also. The contest ends Friday. So check it out and get your chance to win. I think uh, now is the time I throw to my next guest, eighth round pick Josh Heyer on being drafted and proving himself after being a later pick. All right, I'm pleased to welcome the Hamilton Ticats eighth round pick from the University of Calgary, Josh Heyer. Josh, how you doing, man? Great. I'm doing good. It's been a pretty exciting few days here. It's uh, finally getting to achieve my goal to take that first step into the CFL, so it's pretty exciting. Tell me a bit about hearing your name called on draft night, just the feelings and emotions that are going through your mind. 
Yeah, it was awesome. We had the had the whole family together over together. So it was pretty awesome. And then, you know, I did it was eighth round pick. So I was getting a little nervous there leading to the end. But I saw my name. I knew I didn't really matter when I got drafted or whatever. Just knew I had to get drafted. So I'm pretty excited for it and thankful for the opportunity. Well, I was just speaking last week to another eighth round pick, Sean Thomas Erlington. Um, yeah. And it really he's a guy who kind of goes to show that it really doesn't matter where you get picked in the draft. Um, yeah. it, you can end up being a game changer in this league. Just talk to me a bit about maybe going a little later in the draft. And does that almost maybe put a chip on your shoulder and make you feel like, Hey, I, I want to prove myself that I belong in this league. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it started with like going to the, in, in, uh, the regional combine out in uh, Toronto, not, not getting the invite to the national combine. So I already had that little bit of a chip on my shoulder and then, you know, getting drafted later in the, in the later rounds, another, just another chip on my shoulder. So it's lots of extra motivation for myself going into camp now. So. Now, in 2019, you won a Vanier Cup with the uh, University of Calgary. Uh, tell yeah. me a little bit about that experience and and kind of being able to see uh, a winning team. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, that whole experience, the whole year, the brotherhood we had on that team was awesome. It was great to be a part of. And, you know, it's pretty cool being able to see how, like, when everyone comes together on a team and works together, what, what can be achieved. It was pretty awesome. I mean, a lot of guys from that team got to go on and play professional football, so being around that group of guys there was awesome, you know, high level athletes and you know, great brotherhood coming from that year in 2019. So it's pretty awesome. And, you know, hopefully we can continue that and win a championship here in Hamilton. Absolutely. I know the fans are, have been hungry for one, so it'd be great yeah. to bring that winning pedigree here. Um, yeah. Now going to, actually, sorry, speaking about the city of Hamilton, um, you hear you're coming to Hamilton, you hear you're going to be a tie cat. What do you know about the city and what do you know about the fan base here? Uh, you know, I was uh, I was out there last year for the East West Bowl in Hamilton, so I got to experience it there for a week. But other than that, I haven't been to Hamilton. But I know I know you guys got a great fan base out there. You know, very dedicated, loyal fan base, hardworking community. So you know, I'm excited. I think uh, you know I'm a blue collar guy here in BC, working you know up on the oil patch and all that. So I think coming into Hamilton, I fit pretty perfect there. So yeah, that sounds like the exact uh, mentality we have yeah. here in Hamilton. So that yeah, that works exactly. out. Um, your first camp's coming up, your first rookie camp and training camp. Tell me a little bit about your preparation heading into that. Yeah, I've just been, uh, you know, ever since the combine, I've been training with the CFL group at the Alpha Project there in Calgary. So I've just been doing lots of working out, you know, keeping mobile, stretching, all that, doing lots of conditioning, just making sure that I uh, give myself the best chance when I come to Hamilton to make that final roster. Now, as a player, how would you describe yourself uh, on the field? Uh, I would say there's a high motor guy, you know. I, I never give up on a play. You'll see me running around the field. No matter if I'm on the total opposite side of the field and the ball's on the other side, you'll see me sprinting across the field. So I think that's one of the big things I pride myself on is just being a high motor guy on the field. Have you gotten the chance to talk to any of the players in the organization or any of the coaches? Uh, yeah, I've talked with a few coaches, uh, Randy, Randy Melvin there, and a few, a couple talked, I talked to uh, Grant McDonald, talked to him, and then I talked to some former players as well, like guys like Brett Wade and Connor McGough. Guys who've been who went I went to UFC with who got drafted by Hamilton. So it's pretty cool to, you know, kind of follow follow in their footsteps and kind of, you know, try and try and do what they did in the CFL. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Some big uh some definitely some good mentors to have. Um yeah, exactly. so if you had to I've been asking a lot of players this, um, a lot of the draft picks. If you yeah. had to mold your game, if you had to say there's one player that you that you look at it for inspiration or someone you kind of mold your game after, who would you who would it be? You know, I think uh, being from UFC and having so many great players come from UFC, you know, guys like Conor McGough, that's one definitely one guy that when I came into UFC in 2017, he was a, a guy that I looked up to. He was just drafted by Hamilton when I came there. 
So you know, definitely modeling my game after him. And then one of my uh, coaches at UFC, uh, Kent Warnock, older guy, but I think, you know, this not, not so much a player wise, but, you know, like just like off the field and in the locker room, you know, I really try and model myself after him and be a great man. So. Well, I know everyone's looking forward to seeing you out on the field and uh, I am as well. So I really like yeah. to thank you for joining me here today. And we're yeah, looking forward you. to seeing you down here in Hamilton. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to get there and get to work. So it's going to be it's going to be a fun year. A big thank you to Josh Heyer and Patrick Burke Jr. for joining me on today's show. Uh, we have a few more things to get to. The CFL has announced some rule changes for the upcoming season. You can find all of those on the CFL website. I'll be getting into them more in detail on tomorrow's episode, more in depth about some of the rules. Nothing super crazy changing. We aren't switching to four downs or anything like that, but still some notable changes that we will be discussing on my show for tomorrow. The Ticats have just made some announcements also. The team has announced that they have released O-lineman Alex Fontana. Not sure where he'll be next season, but it won't be with the Ticats. The team also announced they signed three more players, including American receivers John Vay Johnson and Justin McGriff. The Ticats also signed national linebacker Dighton Blackett. Johnson, he spent time with the Alouettes last season and is out of the University of Toledo, ranking fourth in school history in touchdown passes. McGriff played 33 games at Utah State last season. He was the 37th player in school history with over 1,000 career receiving yards. And finally, Dighton Blackett, who played 22 games over five seasons at St. FX University, and he helped the X-Men win the 2022 Lenny Bowl. So yeah, some nice new additions to the Ticats ahead of training camp. Tomorrow will be the final draft pick episode, and it will be an exciting one as we will have Ticats' first round pick, Dayton Black, and his teammate in Saskatchewan, Caleb Morin, as they chat with me about their draft experiences. I want to thank all of you for listening, and remember to tune in to tomorrow's episode of Ticats today for another exciting episode. Thank you, and see you next time.